Welcome to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast. I think we're at about... Well, looking at the recording list anyway, we're sort of at around about 40 now, uh, which is is a little bit bonkers when you consider where has that time gone. We're also also edging closer and closer to our first year um, since we first started out, which again is it's a bit crazy. Now, on the subject of crazy, I'm not going to say me, although that's I suppose that's debatable, but... Um, I'm going to do things a bit, uh, a little bit differently today, um, on the basis that, well, we're we're sort of we're expanding. We're doing some. We're, we're trying. Look, we're trying some different things with the podcast. You know, as I'm as I'm sort of growing and learning and, uh, and developing in this industry. You know, I'm coming across new ideas, new things, and I'm constantly trying to learn. And I've been connecting and reaching out to other people uh, within the industry for different ideas. And one of the things that we're looking to implement, and we're actually going to do it from this episode today, is we're actually going to be uh, hosting certain sections of each episode on YouTube. Um, because I know some of you like to see us as well. I don't know why, but now joking aside, you know, it's a, it's a slightly different platform, different approach. So um, a section of today's episode, uh, specifically the uh, Matt Chat with Matthew Chapman, is actually going to be on our new uh, channel, and it's a podcast then, on our new YouTube channel, um, of which I am going to post the link in the description, probably on the social media posts, as well as in the show notes themselves. Um, and... Look, what I say is go check it out. See if it's for you. See if you like it. Leave us some feedback on there. Um, share the links and all that jazz. And um, you know, basically, you know, after a little bit of sort of research and clicking around and, and trying to figure things out, I found a way that we can record the video each episode at absolutely no extra work at all. So you know, going forwards, we're going to definitely as long as the technology holds up, um, include the match chat section, gosh, really hard to say, match chat section, um, on YouTube each week. Um, so, you know, you can you can see us, providing, you know, we've not got messy hair or, you know, whatever, but I know. <laughs> you know, so uh, go check it out, see what you think, and um, obviously don't stop the podcast now to go and to go and look at it, you know, do that later maybe. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, exciting times, um, which is one of the reasons why there's been a little bit of a delay. We'll still get one out this week, but there's been a little bit of a delay on, on the, the podcast actually releasing, because I've been trying to figure all this stuff out um, and learn about how it all works. Um, the sec- Matt Chats section, Matt Chats, I'm giving him his own name now, Matthew's section, am I allowed to call him that? Uh, it's like me, you know, I, I'm, I'm Chris, but... My mum calls me Christopher, and my wife does sometimes, but they're the only people that do. Because um, Kickback with Christopher, the martial arts podcast, sounds really pompous. But <laughs> no, um, Matt's section today is a little bit longer because what we ended up doing um, inevitably when we were doing the video is it just it just ended up playing out a little bit longer, um, and I didn't want to cut any of it down. So a um, bit of an extended match up this week, um, talking with, talking with Matt about the importance of um, instructors 
you know, considering the future of their teaching and you know what is what is involved with the uh, the idea and the possibility of, of getting online and teaching via the internet because then it's a bit of a subjective one some people are against it and i get it i was a little bit as well but now i'm on there and i'm using it i'm finding the benefits so you know we're going to talk through those different ideas obviously he's the master on this thing i'm i'm more of the student but i'm, I'm picking things up and, and really starting to appreciate the benefits what i wanted to do today um is Rob, obviously we're not going to have an, a, a guest on because kind of Matt is the guest, although he's the co-host because we, t- we took up quite a lot of extra time, is uh, I wanted to just to go through sort of a, a positive post of showing all the different things that are going to be going on. Now, I don't mean like we normally do with the uh, this the section, the sort of the news section, as it were, with the people that have posted, um, because in fairness, the posts have been a little bit slow this last week, which is fair enough. Um, people have got probably different things going on with the Easter break and stuff. But um, what I've done is I've actually compiled a list of events that um, that we're going to be involved with as a podcaster or myself as an individual, but also sort of talking about the positiveness of them and you know the different the different thoughts and feelings that I do know that people have on these events. Um, and you know, mostly positive. But I wanted to touch on on you know the the different vibes, the different things that I that I hear. Um, uh, you know, I'm not going to go naming individuals or anything ridiculous like that. But you know, just to talk through not not issues, but sort of the thoughts and feelings of things that you know people tend to hear and discuss about these different events. So uh, we'll do. I'm going to try my best to do it in chronological order. I think I've got them in the right order. We'll see. Okay, so coming up very, very soon in a matter of weeks, we've got the UK Martial Arts Show, um, which is, I think this is its fourth year now. I think this is its fourth year. Um, every year that this event is on, you know, you, you hear people saying, oh, well, this is, this, oh, this might be the last one. And then every year it comes back, which is, is understandable because it's a very, you know, it's a popular event um, and, it, and it's one that um, I enjoy going to. Um, you know, uh, not only from a teaching perspective, but really from a networking perspective as well. And it's very, very close to me. You know, it's, a, it's like 40 minutes up the road, easy down the road, down, down the road. Yeah. Um, so geography is not my skill. But as I mentioned before, actually. So, you know, it, it's one I always look forward to every year. You know, not only the, the show itself, but after the show, we tend to, there's, there's always a little bit of a social with some of the instructors. Um and then, of course, following on from the show itself, they have a, a, an award ceremony, which we'll actually talk about a little bit a little bit later on. Um, so back to the show itself. Obviously, um, it's on Star Wars Day. Well, should we say Star Wars Weekend? So May the 4th and 5th. Um, and a whole host of instructors. As, as is always the case with all of these events, this is not just limited to the martial arts show itself. But, you know, there's going to be scheduling changes. There's going to be lineup changes. There always is. I, myself... Just a couple of weeks ago, I was booked to be teaching at the Friendly Bunch of Martial Artists Training Weekend, which I still think is a bit of a weird name. It's just me, maybe, I don't know. But cool event, cool people involved, obviously. But I had a, a, a filming opportunity come up for, you know, for a, you know, it was, it was a very good opportunity and I, I couldn't miss it, couldn't miss out on it. As much as I know as it was disappointing for the people that were the training event, but, I, you know, I had to put work and my career first and you know, unfortunately, it means that these these this sometimes clashes with with events, and it's it's the case with the guests that are booked for these shows. You know, they've got other things, other commitments going on, and I know, you know, I know it can be disappointing as a student when 
when you know the instructors aren't there as they're advertised. But I think it's worth keeping in mind that you know they're not they're not doing it out of any sort of slight towards anybody, you know, or any sort of grumpiness to it. it but it you know it's work comes up, and you know um, as much as we do enjoy teaching, you know we've got to we've got to prioritize our careers and and obviously um, or their careers in this case. And you know the, the the opportunities that are thrown our way. So just just keep that in mind. If you know if your favourite martial artist or you know, the person that was, you know, you were really excited to see can't get there, try not to be angry about it. Just try and understand that you know these these things just happen. Um, that said, uh, there is a, a great great list of uh, instructors confirmed for the show. Um, I'm going to be teaching on the Saturday, as I, I always am, um, area three provisionally. Um, around midday, provisionally. I say provisionally because these things do change. I mean, last year, I think I was in the same area in Area 3. I, d- I don't know whether they've just used the same sort of timetable and sort of um, the people aren't there this year taking them out and then sort of replaced. I'd, I seem to remember being in the same area around the same time last year, but I say provisionally because last year I was in that area at the same time and I had sort of upwards of 50 people turn up and we they, they, they couldn't fit in the area. So I had to very, very um, kind. You know, I, I went up and sort of begged and pleaded with Ken Forrest to, let, you know, please can I use because he was in the massive area. Can I please can I use this section of your area because we can't fit? And he very graciously allowed us to. So big thanks to Ken. So I might be coming asking again, Ken, because I think we're on at the same time again. So um, you know, just just keep a listen out, keep a watch out, um, and you know, if you're coming along, if you look, if you're thinking of coming along to do my workshop. Uh, drop me a message it's always cool to know how many roughly how many people we've got coming along um and again as always you've got people from thai boxing backgrounds you've got wing chun we've got uh bjj we've got some new people uh coming along this year i believe um mick shaw who's a, a doncaster based martial artist will be there at the event and if you've not trained with mick i do encourage you to go along and, and take part in his workshop fantastic martial artist incredibly experienced and knowledgeable and a nice bloke as well so um you know if you can get on that i would really really encourage you but you know not singling mick out there's a there's a whole host of uh, of other fantastic martial artists going to be there. Obviously, Zara Fithian's going to be there. You've got uh, Matt State doing his his uh, self defence stuff. So there's a, there's, you know there's a, there's a big big mix of people um, doing different things. Oh, not forgetting of course Aaron Gasser, the uh, GNT, the Ginger Ninja Trickster, fantastically talented martial artist. He's going to be there as well. Obviously, scheduling permitting. So give it a look. You know, it's on Facebook. It's coming up uh, May the fourth and fifth. So it's very 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 soon. Um, and get yourself some tickets sorted out. Um, the next one. Uh, a good friend of ours, Gordon Bertram, has got his martial arts business builder uh, event going on. It is fantastic new premises uh, in uh, in rugby. And if you've not seen Gordon's new school, it is absolutely colossal. Sorry, that's my phone getting a message. Do you know what? I've done 40 episodes now and, you know, nearly a year. And I still always forget every episode to turn my phone off. There we go. Turn it off. So, sorry about that, Gordon. So, uh, yeah, the martial arts business builder um, event. And I'm just going to bring up my internet browser because i want to say check i'm saying that right the martial arts business builder summit did i say that i didn't say summit did i um 10th and 11th of may um so far gordon's listed as a as a speaker and there's two headliner guests uh, uh world-class sales closer and the linkedin queen um i've got a good idea who those people are but i'm not oh hang on if you click the ah you see if you click if you click the faces the people the people come up um now if you know what I'm like with names, I'm horrific with remembering people's names. So I, I'm not going to try and say the names because I can't remember. Um, but <laughs> if you go on uh, mabusinessbuilder.com, that's the website. Um, you know, if you're interested, look, if you're interested in growing your school, 
these are the events to get to. Now, I know a lot of people do get a little bit funny about this sort of stuff. Oh, you know, you're selling out if you do that, and blah, blah, blah. Well, it, it, you're not. That's just rubbish. That, that That's crap that people that don't really want to be bothered to learn and understand about what these things are about say as like a knee-jerk reaction. What you've got to remember is, you know, if you teach a super traditional school, uh, sorry, super traditional syllabus with a really hardcore sort of traditional um, ethos to it, that's fine and dandy. But what you remember is, if nobody knows you ex- you exist, why are they going to come along? You know, and learning this business side of it, look, it's 2019. We've got so much stuff as an industry, and I say industry because that's what we are, as an industry, as a network, we've got so much stuff to compete with that are all doing this promotional stuff, that are all learning about advertising, that are all learning about Facebook, how to use LinkedIn, how to, how to you know, be- look, if you go along and you, I, I, I've done this, I've gone to, to these events loads of times, and some of the sales techniques I don't overly like, so I don't use them. But it, that's not to say that learning about them and understanding them about them is a bad thing. Knowledge is power. I understand, so I understand these systems and I've been able to make a balanced decision that I don't like some of them. I'm not saying that I don't like particularly like the, the, the sales techniques that are going to be taught in this course. But some of the others, they haven't sat well with me, so I haven't used them. But I've been able to take you know, little bits from them here and there and, and rework it into something that I feel comfortable with. Um, that I'm comfortable with my staff using. So, you know, don't don't shoot these things down just because you oh, I'm selling out. It's not it's not selling out at all. And look, it's nineteen quid. You look, if you go along and you hate every single element of it for two days, you've only spent nineteen quid. And not only that, but you're gonna Gordon, you need to hire me to do your marketing. I'm pretty good at this, I think. I think kind of. But no, uh, go um, you know, uh, the covering marketing, retention, business growth, income, social media, all this sort of stuff. And a lot of this is probably transferable to any other businesses that you, you run in or you're involved with as well. And it's a good opportunity to network. You know, that's the real cool thing about all of these events that I'm talking about tonight. So, so, so tonight, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Um, but no, it, it, it's a really good way to network and to, to meet new people and uh, and to... One of the things that I found with this sort of stuff as well is it's an opportunity to actually talk to people in person that previously you might have formed an opinion of on Facebook. And then you meet them in person and you think, wow, they're not actually that much of a dick, really. (laughs) So, you know, it's a good opportunity for, for, you know, for networking, for socializing, for meeting up with these different people as well. So, now give it, give it, give it a look. See, you know, um, I won't leave it too long though, because I know that the although Gordon Center is humongous, the spaces are going to go at nineteen quid, which is a bizar- it's just bizarrely low price. It's ridiculously cheap. Um, you know, you're talking hundreds of stuff like this normally. Uh, you know, go go check it out. The next one is. And that, which is a bit of an announcement, actually. We've got the Southwest Martial Arts and Wellbeing Show, which is June the 22nd. I should know where it is, really, shouldn't I? Um, I know it's down, it's the Southwest, hence the name. I'm just going to really quickly get the uh, get the address details up now on Facebook. Uh, Southwest Show. If you look for the Southwest Martial Arts and Wellbeing Show 2019, a black and white logo with a kicker comes up. That's their uh, that's their, face, their Facebook page. June twenty second, two thousand and nineteen. Doors open at nine thirty. Close at four pm. Again, subject to any changes. Uh, the UWE Exhibition and Conference Centre in Bristol. So, 
this one looks like a cool one. Now, um, the announcement as such is that I'm going to be there now. Originally, um, I wasn't able able to commit to it, but um, due to sort of changing scheduling and a, a few a few of the basically long and short videos, I can be there now. Um, so I've spoken to the organisers, and you know, cool cool bunch. They really they're really really impressed with with how they've they've, they've dealt with my myself for the booking for the event. Um, really professional and you know looking at the event itself it looks to be i mean look they're they're holding it at a um an, an exhibition center like a proper exhibition center which if you've ever if you've ever been at an event at a proper exhibition center it really does add an extra element to it um, an extra sort of layer of sort of professionalism it's not to say that the other martial arts shows aren't professional it's just that i've always i've always liked these they have sort of more like a trade show feel to them um, like when they used to have um, the Seni events at the NEC and stuff like that, it, it 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 just it just has a slightly different feel to it. So they've got demos, they've got trade stands, interviews, all sorts of stuff. Uh, my good friend Mr. Chris Gradelli is going to be there doing um, interviews and stuff. Uh, it'll have a bit of a sort of like the kick-ass moves feel to it, you know, when he's going to be interviewing martial artists and talking to people. But you know, very similar lineup to a lot of the other shows because it's obviously the similar. Uh, martial artists that are involved from the industry, but you've got Lee Charles is going to be there, Zara Fithian, you've got uh, Matt Stater, who I mentioned earlier, Gordon's going to be at this one as well, you've got Master Scan, Mark Strange, a whole host of people are going to be, myself as well, I believe I'm going to be doing two workshops throughout the day, um, and I've agreed with the, the organisers to, to you know work with kids age 10 up through to adults, it's not just for kids, it is for adults, most definitely. Um, but yeah, so the, the you know, kids down as young as 10. I I'm not going to go any younger than that. Not because I don't... I mean, I teach kids from four. But they, it's just going to be too intense for the younger kids to, one, understand, and two, be able to do. Um, you know, I, I don't <laughs> I don't want them to come along and do my, my training session, uh, working on the different kicking kick conditioning drills, and then not be able to enjoy anything else because the legs, little legs are wrecked. Um, and I've, it's quite... What, the way I teach is it's quite um, detail based, and it's a little bit much for the little heads to sort of get their head around. Um, the heads to get a head around. There you go. But no, it, you know, I, I like to go into detail and you know, sort of talking about um, weight distribution and balance and, and core strength and stuff. And it, it's just a little bit intense. Though they get they get bored, bless them. Um, you know, so whereas the adults can obviously appreciate the importance of it. So if you're looking to improve your kicking, come along and join in with that. Uh, June twenty second, two thousand nineteen. As I say, doors open at nine thirty. Demos. I'm, I'm really excited about this one. It's a, it's a, it's three martial arts shows in the UK in the same year. How cool is that? I don't ever remember there being three, three big events like that. So that that's really cool, really really cool. You've got the martial arts show in Doncaster. You've got the Southwest show down south in Bristol, and then the next one we've got Kaizen, which is in uh, the Midlands. Um, so the Kaizen show, um, July the seventh. I am uh, provisionally booked to be at that show again. Obviously, this is all subject to to final confirmation now. With the Kaizen show, um, as Lucci was on last week talking about it, it has quite a different vibe to it. This quite a different feel, not, not in a bad way or a good way. It's just different. It's just different to the other events. Um, and you know, they they pull, they pull sort of different different sides of the. I don't say no sides. That sounds negative. Sort of different groups of the industry. Um, I don't like to sort of sit in any group in particular. I just the happy training and socializing with the majority of the industry but there is like these little groups um you know it's just normal with this sort of stuff um so you know the kaizen and the martial arts show while there is some crossover with some of the instructors they tend to sort of 
appeal to different groups of within the the, the industry, which is fine, you know. Um, well, the really good thing is they've, they've 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 got their heads together at least and and managed to put them at different times, you know, you know, one in May and one in July. So it means that people wanting to do both realistically, you know, probably could do both. Um, and so that there's not too much of a clash for the people that are wanting to 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 be involved teaching at both. So, um, you know, I I would say it's because uh, the the setup with it, you know, they've got a part part of it is outside, um, and then they've got the 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 bigger sports hall area, and then you've got the smaller room sections as well. So it has a little bit of a different feel to a bit of a different vibe to it, which you know um, I I enjoy I enjoy being part of. Um, there tends to be a little bit more sort of um, sort of socialising social groups that goes on at Kaizen. I found you know um, it's not to say that people don't network and talk at the other events, but I, I did notice that um, you know people were either on the mats training or in like rather sort of bigger groups discussing and chatting and almost, almost as well. And I noticed this: there were little groups actually training, sort of forming little little sides side groups of uh, uh, training together using maybe empty matted areas and stuff and they also have the things like the axe throwing and i think it's like fire blowing and stuff this year which is crazy it's it's crazy to hear but you know i i think i know who's going to be doing it as well and if it if it is or i think it is it's going to be really good fun so you know get get involved um the last thing i'm going to discuss or the last sort of section i'm going to go through before we before we go to our um longer interview with Matt this week is the um the British Martial Arts Awards coming up on November the 16th um this year which is sort of closing out the year. Uh now I've been to I think I've been to all of these. I think there was one of the Warriors Assemble events that I didn't go to. But obviously, you know, um brainchild of the late great Tony Pillage, um, and obviously his wife and the team there as well. And um, you know, I'm re- I am personally really glad to see that this event is continuing. Um, and you know, uh, Tony's wife, fabulous wife Sarah, um, who is taking no prisoners on this one, uh, she's she's going to be running it along with um, you know a, a host of other instructors who've, who've offered up their time and experience to help keep this event, this brilliant, brilliant event going. Um, and I'm hoping to be there. I'm hoping to be there. Um, you know, um, not only you know, sort of through my own work as an instructor, um, and then you know the film side of things as well, but also you know now as a as a podcast host, which is really cool. Um, you know, so there's a whole host of whole host of categories that you can nominate people for. Um, I'm just trying to remember the the website address now. I'm going to see if I can find it. Uh, I think it's BM. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna type it in. British, if I can type, Martial Arts Awards. You can play me typing at the same time. Yeah, so it's bma.warriorsassemble.com. Um, website built by the uh, brilliant Matthew Chapman. Give him a little plug there. Um, and you know, uh, he's done a good job on it actually. So there's information there on how you can nominate, buy tickets, where it is. And it's actually at the, uh, let me see here, the Lillyshaw National Sports and Conferencing Centre. Um, fantastic event. Uh, uh, fantastic event. Fantastic. Well, it is a fantastic event, but it's also, what I was trying to say, fantastic facilities. You know, um, it's a bit of a trek for me from North Yorkshire, but it is well worth going. Um, 
the 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 center itself is really cool because what you you tend to see when you're there they use this place for 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 training up the like the the young sort of british hopefuls for you know things like the olympics and uh, like national athletics and stuff like that and you got all these youngsters there that uh, the you know they they they're taking part in their their squad training and stuff and you know you, you wake up the morning after the event having had a a fun time shall we say and um you know you're surrounded by all these kids all you know Buzzing and full of energy in their their England team or their Great Britain team, their tracksuits and stuff, and it's really cool to see. Really, really positive environment to be around. Um, so you know, if you're wanting to nominate, if you go onto the website, there's a nominate button up at the top, um, which might sound a little bit obvious, but there's a click down section. You can you know contribution to British martial arts, um, unsung hero, media personality of the year. Hint, big hint. <laughs> um, event of the year, supplier of the year, products of the year, lo- lo- loads of different things. It's really cool. They've gone to the effort to get this set up so people can put in um, genuine nominations. And, um, you know, you have to put the name of the nominee, email address, reason for nomination, and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's really cool. Go check it out. Now, what I said I would also mention as well is if you go back to the first event, the UK Martial Arts Show, they also have their Hall of Fame event. Um, at the same time, the evening, it's on the Sunday, if I remember right. And again, it's a, it's a great networking event. I know that some people out there have a little bit of a thing against or about, not necessarily against, just about these awards ceremonies. And look, the thing with it is, is you know, whether you're bothered about getting awards or not, they are good networking events. You know, that's, that's they are really good for for networking because, you know, um, there's a sit down meal format to it, but there's there's also the opportunity to to mingle, to chat. You know, um, everybody's in one room together. I last year, I went to the um, martial arts show awards and I got to have a really good chat with a couple of instructors. One of which has recently just opened a school uh, a few miles from me. Um, you know, and that, so that was cool. I didn't actually know at the time. I don't know if they knew at the time that they were going to be opening either. But um, it was nice to sit with them and you know have that sort of chat with them. When we actually recently met up again and had a coffee and and discussed business and stuff. Um, and I also got to to, to meet up with um, Sensei Matt Price as well, who you know has been teaching in the same area as me for years. And we'd not really um, had a proper opportunity to have a good chat and and stuff. So it was nice to to meet up with him and. You know, and to get get chatting and and, and talk martial arts and and the, the local areas. So, you know, if, if you don't agree with the format of the awards, then the positive thing about it is is that well, for you anyway, is that you know you get this opportunity to network. So perhaps look at it a little bit more like that. You know, um, you know, one of the things you do sometimes see from people, and this isn't necessarily my opinion. This is this is what you see from people on Facebook is. You know, you see some people being a bit negative about, well, what have they done to win another award again this year and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I guess what I would say to that is if if you're not, if you don't like that, that the fact that they're getting the award, then what what does it what does it matter to you really? You know, if you're happy in what you're doing, just just do your thing. If if they're happy getting awards every year, let them do it. You know, um, for me, as I say, I like to go. I don't always go to them all the time because time doesn't allow. But the times that I do go, you know, I do find they are brilliant networking opportunities. And, you know, to, to 
meets with suppliers to discuss you know opportunities i you know i'm one of these events i did a deal with a supplier you know um to, that i still use to this day and you know um look try and try and look at it from that side i would say to some people and and you know get in touch uh, get in touch with the organizers so the british martial arts awards is uh, being organized by uh, sarah pillage and the uh, uk martial arts show awards is being uh, arranged by uh, paul barnett and mr bob sykes as well so get in touch with those guys and and you know organize your tickets and stuff and get along and do some networking and you know get an award too if you want to um if you don't then tell them you don't want to be i'm sure i'm sure they'll quite happily uh you know take your entry fee for the for the meal and the you know the the table side of things and, and not do an award you know you don't, don't have to have one um so yeah go check it out guys because there's a big list of stuff there to to, to consider so what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into our chat with Matthew Chapman this week, talking about the the benefits of um, having an, an online syllabus, amongst other things. And don't forget, you can also check this section out on YouTube as well now. So go check that out. Go subscribe and all that, all that stuff, all that cool stuff, and give it a share. And um, and I'll catch up with you on the other side. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. All right, guys. So today we have a first, a first video match chat. How are we doing today, sir? I'm very good, thank you. I'm um, chilling out in a hotel in sunny Southend, and it's actually sunny. Look, I'll turn it around so you can see that. Oh, very cool. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to get some time away to write uh, my next book, which is kind of fun. I am glad you confirmed that you're not living some sort of like Alan Partridge-esque lifestyle of <laughs> in a travel <laughs> lodge, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I love Alan Partridge. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant. <laughs> cool. So um so you say you're writing a book then? Yeah. Um my next book's about obviously my next thing, which is teaching online for instructors and coaches and, and just generally people in in general who have a passion for a particular subject so i'm trying to write the book i'm about 50 pages in only another like 100 to go it's uh wow yeah it's, it's time consuming but i i like getting my thoughts down on paper and, and just getting it out there so yeah absolutely yeah i had my my first little sort of flurry in the whole book writing thing albeit only about six pages <laughs> with but there's a start with my first ebook a little mini ebook after you gave me a little bit of a nudge to get on and do it so uh, and it and I, I remember with that you know it's just getting the first getting the first bit started yeah it's, it's going it's yeah once you kind of get into a groove and you're flowing you, you don't want to stop do you you kind of like it's just it's just come coming out and you're just enjoying it and and going but it's getting started like you say usually it requires half a bottle of wine and a, and a hotel room and a hotel room yeah. <laughs> no distractions well that's it otherwise kids running in and all that you know so, a so bit of focus it, is this see if you see if i can say it see you <laughs> wow words are hard is it is it a, the replacement for the cruise view is that yeah well you know i, I cancelled the cruise didn't i like an idiot yeah. so <laughs> i'm trying to make a little bit of a compromise i'm not in the mediterranean uh, I'm in South End on Sea. Hey! Oh, yeah. At least it's sunny down here. It's quite nice right now. So yeah, it's a bit of a replacement for that. And there's seagulls, you know, and stuff. Yeah, maybe the occasional boat will go past. Yes, and chavs eating chips is great. <laughs> Love. It. Cool. So why don't we then? This, seeing as though you're locked away 
in your little secret hideout um, writing a book on the subject of um, people um, teaching online. Why don't we talk about that? Cool. Sounds good. Um, it's, you know, it's a passion of mine. It's something I got into about six years ago. Um, I just was looking on YouTube for cool drills and new ideas for classes, and I couldn't really find much in the in the focus mit world, and that was the area that I was really passionate about. So I just created a few videos and slapped them up on YouTube. Um, they started to get a bit of engagement. People said they liked it. They wanted to see a few more. So I just created quite a lot of content over about a year and eventually thought, wow, I wonder if I could like make this into a product and sell it. So I put it all together, packaged it all up, launched it, and sold zero. Yeah. <laughs> like just tumbleweed and nothing, you know, nothing. For, and, and that lasted for a year. So it's quite yeah. a long time. Yeah. And I was trying to market it and get it out there. And, and, you know, I don't know what kept me going, but for some reason, probably because martial arts, right? Your persistence, yeah. your dedication, you stick with it, you, you work through the tough times. I just kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And then one day I, I sold my first product. I think it was for like £7.99. And I did a little, yay, dance of joy and ran around in a circle a little bit. Because once you know that one person will buy your stuff, there's going to be others. Yeah. So it's been just a, a matter of tracking them down and then sharing good content, providing value, helping them out. And you can start to build a little sort of side hustle online business on the side of your you know, regular stuff. So do you think it was more a case of the market wasn't really ready for that sort of thing or that you weren't doing it right? Or maybe a bit of both? <laughs> no, I wasn't doing it right. Right, like, okay. Totally no idea about how to sell the benefits of what I was producing, no idea about how to write copy, no idea to how about writing a headline that might attract attention, uh, just slapping stuff up willy-nilly. Like, you know, all that marketing stuff that us martial artists hate uh, I had to learn how to do uh, in order to build this business. And luckily, you know, it also transfers to your, your martial arts school as well. Um, it doesn't matter what business you're in. Marketing is is key to, you know, serving your customers and making sales and um, living the life you want to live. So I spent a lot of money getting trained on marketing. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is a key thing. I think a lot of people are, you know, put off by the marketing elements to it because, yeah. They feel like they're selling out. But the thing of it is, is you know, marketing can be used to um, help promote a, a brilliant school with brilliant standards just as well exactly. as it can be used to promote a shocking school with shocking standards. So, of course, you know, it's, yeah. It, it's, it, it really do, it, it doesn't make any difference to what you're teaching. It just it helps you to influence more people. And, yeah. you know, and, you know, from a business perspective as well, you know, which is part of it. It allows you to, to to get more from it in in, in that respect, you know. Um, which it kind of goes in a cycle, isn't it? You know, the the more you get on top of the marketing, the more people you can help because it allows you to help more people. And it's exactly, all, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's really really cool. I mean, I like marketing. I think marketing is the same as martial arts. I consider marketing martial arts because it's based on leverage, positioning, um, all of that minimal effort. You know, maximum result. That's what marketing is all about. So to me, it's just like uh, martial arts done online. So I don't, I don't have any issues with it. And I've learned how to get fairly good at some of it. And it's built into a business that allowed me about a year ago to sell my physical martial arts school so I could focus on helping more people uh, in the wider world. Because, you know, having a martial arts school is super cool. I really, uh, really enjoyed it. 
but I could only help 300, 400 people in my local community. And that was kind of it. I was limited by the physical restrictions of my school. But because I've taken what I do online now, I've got now thousands of clients. Yeah. Like customers, yeah. you know, students. I've got literally thousands of students now who study uh, what I put out there. So it means I can have more of an impact. I can help more people. Um, and I, I just find it also more fun and fun and challenging. Absolutely. So you got on top of the sort of the marketing element of it when you first got started. And then, you know, how quickly did things from that point then start to pick up? Yeah, as soon as I knew what I was actually doing with the marketing, uh, within three years, I replaced my income from the school and could. Completely. Wow. Yeah, completely. Um, <laughs> and then I could decide what I wanted to do. And I felt like I, I needed, I had a, a bigger mission than running my school, which, you know, sounds a bit arrogant and a bit, you know, um, bigging myself up. But I've, I've, I've I felt like I could offer more value to the world if I was helping more people. Yeah. And literally the only way you can really do that is to scale and get bigger and, and you know, um, get online and start sharing your content and start engaging with people and start helping people. So now I've got like students all over the world in Australia and in Indonesia and Japan and America and Canada. And I just get to help them out and they message me and yeah, it's just nice. I enjoy it. Yeah, Not for it everyone, is. of course. No, I know I appreciate it. it's not for everybody. I mean, I um I, I I'm I'm just starting, I feel like I'm just starting to get to grips with it a little bit now. And a lot of the things that I had to get to grips with weren't so much the technicalities of it, you know, the video in it, editing it, which I know for some people is an issue. Um, but for me it was more getting over the sort of the mental hurdles that I was putting in place with regards yeah. to getting it online. You know, yeah. uh, I've talked about this before, you know. Oh, but what if they say this and what if they yeah. don't like it and what if somebody yeah. does this and that? But they're all what ifs that really don't amount to anything because, yeah, you know, I, I when I first put that out there, you, you know, you have some people that say, oh, who's this guy? What does he think he is? I'm doing a little yeah. keyboard fingers thing there when I was doing that. Um, yeah. What did do? Um, and then, but for that one person that said that, 20 other people were getting something out of it. So exactly. I, just I would say it's a 1%, 99% thing. 99% of people who see my stuff like it, and then there's 1% who are dislike it or are rude about it, um, and I never focus on them. It's just where you put your attention, right? Why would I focus on the one person who says something offensive? Um, unless they've got a legit, legitimate argument, then I'll have a dialogue with them. But if they're just saying it's a load of whatever, then, uh, <laughs> the, know, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, the whatever, then you know, ban and delete, move on and focus on the people you want to help. And, you know, that thing I was saying, like maybe what I've done, which is turn it into an international kind of sort of business type of thing, is not for everyone. But what you can do is create um, online products for your current students in your school. If you don't want to do the whole branching out and making it into a big uh, business, you can literally create a syllabus for your students to work from. You could create an online sparring course for them to improve their sparring so many students struggle with stretching so how about a stretching online program that could help the students stretch ready for gradings how about a beginner's guide to starting martial arts that you could offer for free to your new students that was along the lines of you know this is how to tie your belt how to you know do the bows this is how to greet other people this is the respect these are the rules and just build out these wonderful online products that help your school uh, you know, that's definitely doable for every single martial artist. Absolutely. That's you know, the, 
the first thing that I did was record all everything, every element of our syllabus. Um, and then I had that package ready. And initially we just had that one and that was that was all we had. And then what we did over time was, you know, we 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 asked people, you know, what, what do you think? What do you like about it? You know, what would you yeah. like differently? And, you know, some of those surveys we got back were from some of the younger grade groups, you know, even though I thought in my head, well, I'm offering them everything. So, you know, they're going to be happy with that. But they were saying, well, no, you know, Jimmy's only four and he's in this class for two years. So we're yeah. not even thinking about that yet. It'd be great if we could have something that's just for him. So, exactly. uh, okay, well, I've already filmed it. So chopped it out, repackaged yeah. it, changed the yeah. price, put some extra pictures in for your yeah. extra PDFs, and then and sold it as a separate thing. But it was all the content was already there. It was there was no extra effort at all. So yeah, yeah. And instructors like worry that they think that people are going to take the online and cancel their membership and just study it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like. Do you not understand that people are not that self-motivated to train by themselves in it? They, they're still going to come to your school and train. But what you're doing is you're supporting their training when they leave the school. So let's say, you know, most recreational martial artists probably train, what, maybe two, three hours a week max. You know, so by creating an online product, you allow them to go home and study. You know, they may not be drilling the techniques, but they'll be watching and learning and understanding and it'll improve their skills which is good for your retention, which is good for number of students going for gradings, which is good for your, your school in, in its entirety. So I think a lot of instructors are starting to get this idea of, oh, actually, yeah, this might be a good idea to create online products for my students. And nowadays, the software is so super simple, the software that yeah, I use, yeah. that you can literally bang something up, film something over a weekend, bang it up and have it ready within a week. It's, it's that quick nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we we when we filmed the syllabus from our school, you know, we we set aside a day, and we said, right, we're going to film it. We're going to just we're just going to get everything down. It takes as long as it takes, you know. And it took me, I can't remember how many hours it was, but we we got everything filmed. Um, and then I spent probably the next maybe day, maybe day and a half, sort of editing it down. Only really basics. It doesn't need to be anything over the top flash. And then getting yeah. it all online. Probably getting it online was the longest process. Yeah, and typing all the things in and waiting yeah, for it yeah, to yeah. load. But even yeah. then, you know, you were talking a few days. It wasn't anything, yeah. and it's there. And it's and been it's there, there now for a year and a half, two years maybe. Don't yeah, it's, that's the, the cool thing because you can still sell that in twenty years' time. That's the amazing thing about it. So the whole thing with the online thing is that you're you're stopping trading your time, as in going to class and teaching or going and doing a private lesson. So you you're, you're restricted on time. You're taking that your passion, turning it into a product, and then you're able to sell it for infinity yeah, yeah. and just keep it going out. And it requires no effort from you to, you know, get the content to the uh, customer because they buy it and the software takes care of all that. And you can just continue to earn revenue off it for the rest of time, which is crazy. It's, it is. Just, it's just mad because, I mean, I, I, I hang around with a lot of instructors and I hang around with a lot of older instructors who are like 60 plus. And unless they've been smart with their money, a lot of them are really screwed. Like they've spent so much time and energy helping people and giving back. Um, and they haven't built any sort of pension for themselves. They haven't bought, have, many of them don't have any savings. They are literally stuck teaching until they die. Which sounds cool, <laughs> but until you die, <laughs> until you die. Yeah. In reality, you know, you might not still want to be teaching the four-year-olds class when you're sixty-five. You know, 
you know, if passion for, for for your teaching is probably going to stick with you forever. But you know, doing it day in day out for forty years can burn out a lot of people. Now, a lot of people say, "Well, yeah, not me. I'll never burn out. I'm always going to love it." But you know, if you get tired, if you get ill, if you get injured, if you get some sort of serious illness like cancer or something, that's going to change quick, and you, you're going to want to focus more on yourself. In which case, I would want you to have this sort of other revenue stream just tricking along in the background and then you can push it when you need it to make more sales so yeah. the time is kind of now to start building up this online products and um, it's really important that you create a product that's generic not specific to your school because if you create a product specific to your school and over brand it with all your logos and the banner and the background and all that it's very it's less effective than to sell it to people who are not in your school because it seems like it's a product for your school. So try and make your content that you're filming, especially like a syllabus, as generic as possible. So just, you know, plain uniforms, plain background, because you can take that same content that you're going to give to your students and turn it into an online course, which is what I did. So I had kickboxing content for my students in my school, which I then turned into an online kickboxing syllabus, which I then sell to instructors around the web. So try and make your, your content generic when you start. Very, very cool. But yeah, the, the thing with it is, is I would say to anybody out there that's considering doing this is, you know, don't be afraid of, of, of having a play with it and trying it out. Because as you say, you can start off with, which is something we've just implemented, actually, is a, a free course, you know, yeah. um, you know, how to come, uh, you know, when the kids come to attention, when they bow, you know, uh, how to put the uniform on, how to tie the belt, yeah. where to put their shoes when they arrive, how to sign yeah. in. Um, yeah. Or just just real stuff that you know you you may already put in a a, a welcome pack, but Which let's no be one honest, reads. no one reads the letters <laughs> exactly. No one reads the email. Well, not no one, but you know a lot don't read. I, I have got. No, no, yeah, no, seriously, listen. No one reads it because I tested this because <laughs> in my school I put inside uh, the welcome pack a, a, a discount voucher for a hundred percent discount on equipment, so they could get something for for, for free. Wow! Right to test this. And we gave out hundreds of these. No one came to me and said, can I have the 100% discount on this piece of equipment? Because they didn't read it. So sadly, they're probably not reading it. And, and, you know, if you watch, read the studies, people are reading less and less and less. They're now going to audio, so podcasts, and they're watching video. So if you can create some sort of online course that's video-based and is short, like one, two-minute lessons, like 20 lessons that you need to know when you start martial arts, something like that, they'll consume that. Yeah, and then obviously the really cool thing is you're providing a service you know, of value there. But um, you know, looking looking to the future, you know, there's the possibility with the way these online platforms are set out is you, there's scope there to upsell as well because you can on the same yeah. page. You may yeah. also be interested in, boom, yeah, and then upsell uh, them to a more yeah. advanced course or the next yeah. level. Yeah, um, it's it's this stuff is crazy. I mean, I feel very lucky that um, a couple of my friends. Because I was moaning to a couple of my friends about like burning out. I was doing too many privates. I was teaching too many classes. Yeah. I'm a, a super control freak, so I was doing everything in my business myself, which is, <laughs> which is the common problem in martial arts instructors. Yeah. And I was like, like just not enjoying it anymore. Like I used to sit in my car before I'd go into class, and I'd be like almost get an anxiety attack. Like, like just I didn't want not to do it anymore but i just didn't have much left to give because i was too controlling and all of that sort of stuff and then a friend said to me well why don't you just turn your passion for martial arts into a product and like light bulb thing so then i 
he helped me out and I studied and I spent a lot of money getting trained up in that. And I'm so thankful. I'm one of the first in the UK that I know who has built an online business that supports my family, my life. And now I get to help other people by teaching them how to do the same. Because as you know, once you start to make a few bit of money with this online courses, it's like, wow, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I can make money when I'm not teaching. I can make money when I'm asleep. And I can create all these cool products based on my 20 or 30 years of experience in martial arts, you know. And, and here's the thing as well. Again, there's the money thing can, to some people. And I've been guilty of this in the past as well. It, you, you can you can put this like negative connotation on it and, and, and look at it in a negative way. But at the, at the end of the day, which is a phrase I hate, I shouldn't have just said that. <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah. Is crazy. But, um, yeah no i'm gonna leave it in um the the the, the th I, I never said it again then it's completely up to you what you do with that money once you've made it so you can put it back into the business you can put it into another online course but yeah. the really cool thing with what what i've done with with my online kicking course is it's, it's worked in two ways one it's helping to fund this podcast and yeah. secondly we've taken on a new staff member now, has it covered oh. it completely? Has it covered it completely? No, but has it made it more manageable? Yes, which means now that I'm not having to do as much of the teaching. Yes, which is one of the reasons why I went into the online teaching in the first place as a yeah. sort of a a, a a fresh way to look at my teaching because you know twenty years doing it full time. I hadn't quite. I'm not quite burnt out, but I was. I'm definitely coming now. What, what can? What more can I do? I, I need yeah. something different. I need something different. So yeah. the online training, obviously, work with yourself as well, and yeah. um, built it up to a point where I, I looked. I, mean, I was looking at what we were making, and I was thinking, well, a staff member that makes sense. So we've got a sixteen-year-old yeah. apprentice that's just come into the business. He's been with me as a student for a very long time. Yeah, um, and it's helping. It's helping to to get him started in his career. That's, that's really good. I hadn't actually thought of that. It's a bit stupid, <laughs> but that would be an excellent use for the. 500 extra pounds you make a month or the extra thousand pounds you make a month for your online courses is to free up more of your time by employing staff in your business. That's, that's really, really good. I like that. Um, I should have done the same, but instead <laughs> I just ditched the whole thing <laughs> and uh, focused on the online. But no, I like that. Whatever works for you. I mean, ultimately, yeah. you know, I might, might may end up going that, down that route, but I, I certainly know that two years ago I wouldn't have had that option. Yeah, I, I mean, what option. think about this, you know, uh, the way I set up my online courses with membership sites, uh, uh, it's kind of like a school. It's a recurring income like someone on direct debit or standing order. Well, what could you do in your business with an extra £500 per month, you know? And I think most martial artists could get to the point where they're making £500 a month in terms of online syllabuses and support materials for their students from their own just uh, students, you know. And then if they started to branch out and, and cover um, wider martial arts, what could they do with an extra thousand pounds a month or an extra two thousand pounds a month? Well, if you're starting to make an extra two to three grand a month just on online courses, sales and products, you start thinking, wow, OK, you know, this could possibly change my life. And that's literally what happened with me. Like from one, my first year making zero to then making seven ninety nine with my first sale to then bringing in like 250 quid a month then 500 quid a month, then three grand a month, then five grand a month, then 10 grand a month, then you start going up, holy crap, this is quite, you know, this could change my life and I could help other people do the same. Um, I see so many martial arts instructors struggling. I, like, I had a conversation with a guy recently who's a traditional martial artist. He's like, 
no one wants to learn my stuff anymore. They all want to do MMA. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily true because you know, traditional martial arts are still huge throughout mm-hmm. the world. But maybe in his local town, he's struggling with finding enough students. But what about if you had an online product that you could advertise and share all over the world? Surely you could attract in, you know, 100, mm-hmm. 200, 300 members to your cheap membership site and start building a bit of income and start establishing yourself as an expert in that area. You know, it's, it's, poss- it's doable and possible because I've done it and you've done it and other people who have helped build online courses have done it. It's just scaled. Like how far do you want to push it is the big question. Yeah, and having it having it online and ready is I it's or not necessarily even online. I mean, if this particular person had the content filmed and on a hard drive ready to use when the time was yeah. right or when it was right for him, it's there and it's ready, and there's no excuse anymore, really. I mean, where's mine? You know, um, there's my studio. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's there. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to do now, um, and it's once the content's filmed. things go in cycles don't they i mean i remember um i can't even remember which fight it was or when it was but there was a particular mma fight where somebody had been throwing some particular kicks or there's one particular fighter was kicking a lot and then the next thing i knew i had people wanting to book me for workshops uh, because because this person had been doing the kicks that they generally don't train in yeah, and and they were landing them and they were making them work, and then they were like, "Oh well, you know, could you maybe come in and show some of our guys this and that?" And this was and it thought, the uh, pump sidekick one, was it like the machine gun sidekick? No, it wasn't that one. No, it was before. Yeah. It was before then. Um, it was before then. But um, yeah, it, 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 if if I, if the content's there and it's ready for this this yes. gen, you know, for example, the he might be watching now. The second series of the of Cobra Kai is about to come out, so that sort yeah. of mysticism sort of uh karate thing's going to be that vibe's going to be back in fashion right exactly yeah yeah. so you can take advantage of these trends as they come along by creating your content and then when it's when it's come back up to the surface you're there leading the pack and this is one of the things i've been talking a lot on social media about I, i honestly believe in the next 10 years all martial arts instructors and schools are going to have online programs so the advantage is if you can get in it now and own the headspace around a particular subject, like you're known for online kicking. So, you know, if people are thinking of online kicking in the UK and hopefully in the world, they're going to check out your products. I'm known for pad training. So, you know, if people want to see loads of different pad drills, they're going to come to me. If you can get into people's heads uh, as the expert in a particular field, you can just run with it. You know, and it's very hard for people to catch up with you because you're just way ahead. It's about owning space in people's heads so that you create enough content and enough engagement and you're out there enough that people, when they're ready, go, I need some new padrules. I know, McMaster. That's that's what you want to get to. If you want to build like a, a global sort of online brand, that's that's the that's the job. But like I said, there's many, many steps on the way to that sort of big big side start with your school start with products for your students help your students out create content that they want to see ask them what they want what, guys what do you want to see do a facebook post i'm thinking of creating online you'll get loads of answers i need sparring tips i need stretching tips i need nutrition tips i hadn't thought about that and you can create all these wonderful products that help your students and you know if you're very generous just give them to them to for, for free you know as part of being a, a member of your club you can give them access to certain courses for free it's all good it helps everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
The mistake I made, I should have done. I should have done online biscuit eating. uk. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late, dude. Go I for should, it. I did kick it instead. All your dreams. Should have done biscuit eating. I would have been awesome at that. But, <laughs> but no, dude. Thanks for your time. It's been a bit it's of an right. extended one this week, uh, but it's nice. It's the first for the video. Um, yeah, cool. I'll, but I'll let you get back to your uh, your book writing. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's slow and painful, but I. I... It's another way, like we've been talking about, is um, of sealing your legacy. I think, like as an instructor, you, we think of our students as our legacy as we pass down generations, but they don't necessarily do what you've taught them to do. They do their interpretation of it. So systems get watered down through the generations, don't they? Mm -hmm. Or not maybe not even watered down, just changed through natural selection. You know, people modifying things, changing things. So. Part of the legacy building is creating online courses because they stay uh, the same forever and writing books because that's another way of sharing your message with yeah. the world. One second. No, he's off. <laughs> so I'm in my office and I have all my books. Aha, yes. The who's, this, who's this chap on the back? Looking, yeah. Yeah, look how much hair I had. <laughs> I had heaven. <laughs> I was less stressed. <laughs> no, you know, I've, it, it, you're right. It's very true. You know, I'm. I, I've got Gordon's books there as well, and various other people's. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Dave Kovar's books. You know, the. You're right. You know, the. These these people now. It's written down. It's there forever, isn't it? And it's you know. it stays around forever, and it's your your gift to like future students and and to the martial arts world. Imagine if we could watch like. Uh, um, Gichin Funakoshi throughout his journey to becoming who he was and watch Bruce Lee. We've got a bit on Bruce Lee, but, you know, watch Bruce Lee properly all the way through. So now modern martial artists, the next generation of those elite levels, um, are going to be able to record themselves from when they started at five all the way up to they're reaching their peak, you know, 30s, 40s and 50s. It's going to be fantastic. Wow, good. Yeah, good way to finish that. Well, thank you for your time. And, uh... Thank you, mate. Enjoy your work trip. <laughs> I'll try. I think I'm going to have a little nap now. I'm tired. Oh, oh all this talking. Hard cool. life. All right. Hard life, isn't it, this? Hey, very much so. Right. Thanks, you do it, and we'll, we'll speak next time. See you, mate. Bye. You're listening to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So there we go, guys. Um, as I say, it's a, it's a bit of a longer recording this week, and it, it wasn't intentional. As I say, you know, we were recording the new video version of it, and it and I, <laughs> we got into the conversation, and I looked down at the timer, and I was like, "Oh man, we've been going for half an hour." Um, I didn't want to cut any of the content out because you know I thought it was it was it was irrelevant, and um, you know uh, th these sort of more informal chats, you know, there's some some good content comes up, and you know. I wanted to share it with you guys in its entirety as well. So, um, obviously, you've uh, you've listened to it on the podcast. I would assume, unless you've paused the podcast to go away to watch it on video to come back and carry on other podcasts, which is a lot of hard work. But you may have done that. I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, if you think that content is um, is good for somebody or you're interested in the option to be able to sort of pop back on and and watch just those sections from time to time. If you uh, go along to the link that will be in the show notes and the social media post with regards to our new YouTube channel, um, then you'll be able to find all that content on there. Now, um, I, as I get to grips with this whole YouTube thing, because 
YouTube do not make it easy for for creators to use their system. Sorry if you're from YouTube and you're listening to this. Highly doubt that, but anyway. But yeah, it's really really fiddly to use, and it's not just a case of I want to I want to make make this selection. Click click done. You got to go into submenus and headings and this and that. It's really confusing, but. You know, as with the podcasting thing, I will get my head around the YouTube, the whole YouTube channel thing eventually. So um, go along and subscribe and share it and all that jazz. And you know, if you want to keep up to date on on, on watchers talking about the stuff that we talk about, then you can do that there. Um, in other news, um, I have been, as you all know, I have my uh, online courses that I do, and uh, well, you should do. We've just been talking to Matt about them for half an hour. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe I said that. Um, but no, um, I'm in the process of putting together a new one um, with uh, the theme of kids in mind on this one because one of the one of the things that I'd noticed, I actually posted a series of clips on social media um, showing some of the drills that I use with kids to help them with the understanding and application of a good chamber for a kick. And a lot of people were commenting on it and messaging me and saying, oh, that's a really cool idea and do you mind if I share it, do you mind if I use it, all that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I, it dawned on me that it might be a good idea for me to put together a, you know, I'm just going to pull a number, say 20, 25 uh, kick drills that I use to teach kids because um, I've got a good selection of them. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be putting that together in the coming weeks. I'm actually going to be filming that with my own son um, who's 10 years old. Uh, and trains with me at the moment so it you know it it won't be me trying to demonstrate how the kids do it it will actually be a child demonstrating the techniques so and that will be a fun one for everybody to 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 get involved with if you're interested if you're an instructor or if you're a parent that's looking for drills to do with their kids at home you know um perfect perfect one or or if you're just like me and you're like an everlasting 10 year old (laughs) they might be perfect for you as well to just to train in general so, um, yes, in the coming weeks, we're going to be um, uh, having some varied guests on. One of the things I am looking to do, obviously, with the the UK Martial Arts Show coming up on May the 4th and 5th, which is going to be up on us very, very soon, is I've actually spoken to uh, one of the organisers, Paul Barnett, and he's given me permission to do some recordings whilst I'm at the show. So, if you know you're going to be there, and if you're interested in having a chat, then look me up. Um, I'll be... So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be wearing the podcast gear or the online training gear or what. I don't know what I'm going to be wearing. So um, you know, you know what I look like anyway. So just come look for the guy that's kicking about a lot on Area Three around about midday. Um, and I'm going to have all my recording kit with me. And you know, um, he's already said we can use one of them. There's some there's some rooms away from the the main hall. And um, we can just pop up there, quick chat, get it on recording, and discuss anything you want to discuss. And uh, get lots of cool content for the show, live from the Martial Arts Show. So I'm going to leave it there for this week, guys. As always, if you have any content, any comments, anything you want to say, you can get us at www.kickbackpodcast.com or martialartspodcast.co.uk. You can also get us on Facebook at uh, Kickback with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast, as well as Instagram and Twitter and all that cool stuff. Please do share, like, subscribe. Oh, and get on iTunes, leave us a star rating and review as always, please, because that really, really helps. We've got about 28-ish now, I think, um, which is uh, you know, it's good, but it c- could be twice as much. It would be really, really helpful for us. Um, so please do take 30 seconds out of your time if you're on iTunes to go leave us a star rating and a review. 
Thank you, guys. Uh, have a great weekend, week, or whatever you're doing. Oh, and it's Easter time, so if you're having a holiday, have a great holiday. We will still be putting out content over the Easter holidays. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. And, uh, yeah, thank you for your support, and I'll see you again. Enjoy our podcast? Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today.